Well, a very good day, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome to another episode of Matt and Dan in the House of Quark. Exactly. Yes. Very dramatic. <laughs> very dramatic there. <laughs> so uh, you can be watching us at on our well on our Facebook page at M and D H Q or on our YouTube channel. Hello, welcome to YouTube. Or listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Anchor, Breaker, or of course Overcast and Pocket Casts as well, or any other sites that are out there somewhere on the big world wide web. Hello. Yes. Hello, Google. wherever you are coming from. Hello, welcome. Right, so to a different is, day for a Friday morning. It is, yeah. yeah normally we do this uh, Saturday afternoon, but we move things around. Uh, we're not going to do it on Friday morning. Um, anyway, just a little plug, if you don't mind. I will be on a radio show oh, yeah. called Cube Radio. It's uh, live internet radio, uh, which broadcasts all around the world as well. Uh, it will be on, well, I will be there with uh, my friend Mike B, who's uh, a DJ uh, and radio host um, from Cube Radio. And that will be uh, that's a, yeah, around 12 o'clock midday. But I'll say 12 o'clock midday UK time. So wherever you are in the world, if you can work that one out. I'm not, I can't do that <laughs> for you. Just do the work that, do the maths. I'm sure you'll be able to work it out. Uh, so yeah, and you'll be able to listen then. It, it is worldwide. We get listeners from South Africa, Germany, America, all over, which is quite cool. Yeah, quite cool. How long are you on for? Like 12 till what? Two hours, 12 till two. Okay. Because yeah, I was right. going to ask you last week, but then I think I was zooming my mum, and then I just forgot. So, but yes, uh, we also do Sunday as well, which I'm not sure. Oh, about okay. What the, yeah, uh, Sunday is um, eight o'clock. I think that's a two hours as well. And that's a request hour as well. So, if you have any requests, there'll be a chance there uh, to make some requests. There is a social chat there is on Facebook. So you just try and find Cube Radio social chat. You'll be able to uh, get involved there and make some requests. Can I can I request the Enterprise theme tune? Faith of the heart. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, that'd be cool. For some reason, the Enterprise bit. I, I, for some reason, I started thinking of like a, like an orchestral song, and I was like, "What?" Well, I really like that. <laughs> right? Yeah, but yeah, but why yes. not? Why not? We'll yeah. All right, we'll uh, yeah give it a play. Why not? So yeah, that's uh, Cube Radio. Uh, yeah, check me out there, Cube Radio. Uh, if you're free. I'll yeah, check that out if you uh, like your radios. Out. Yes. Right, so Good. it's episode 23 now, isn't it? That's a 23. 23, yes. 23. Uh, and today's episode, uh, well, obviously you know what it's about because it says in the title. But before we start, it's very important that uh, we do announce some very important, well, news because it's time for Trek News. <laughs> And so welcome everyone to another Trek news. And today yes. we've got so much Trek news. Uh, this a Trek lot news, to get through. <laughs> it, it comes from First Contact Day, doesn't it? They announce a lot yeah. of stuff on First Contact Day. So me and Dan, we've collected it all together and we thought we'd bring it to you today. We thought we'd talk about it today. So um, mm -hmm. sit back, relax and enjoy. It's a lot of Trek news to get through. <laughs> yeah. Right, Ed. So we're going to start off with our first uh, Trek news for you. So Discovery 
finally reveals the trailer for season four. Season four, yes. And it's coming out, isn't it? Uh, later on this year, isn't it? It's is definitely twenty twenty one. Yeah, so though. I, yeah, definitely twenty twenty one. They haven't released um the actual date as of yet, but they have said that it is going to be late twenty twenty one. If if uh, the previous seasons were anything to go by, I think probably around October time. I think that's when like season three was. Yeah, so yeah. I'm assuming that's when it was. Uh, was for season for season four. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think so. I think you're right there. Um, so they, oh, so they released, of course, a a brand new trailer for this. Um, <laughs> to obviously support um it coming. Out. Apparently, it was a teaser. Trailer was sorry, it was introduced by a series. Uh, I'm sorry. Following a, a was a women in motion panel. Apparently, some kind of woman woman in motion. So I'm reading and talking now. So followed by a kind of women in in motion panel during uh, a virtual global first contact day celebration or something. That's what I'm reading here. So some kind of panel, and then they release this uh, this trailer. They're going to show you now this brand new trailer now uh, for Star Trek Four. Uh, so it's very exciting. Of course, as Dan said, of course, it should be released uh, at the end of this year at some point in 2021. Right, and so obviously if you're watching, you can be able to watch with us. If you're listening, well, sit back, relax and listen. So this is uh, Discovery Season 4 trailer. Here we go. We're all living in uncertainty. Even for a crew as familiar with it as this one. The stress is taking its toll. But we are not in this alone. None of us are. Five light years across. That's the size of the gravitational anomaly. Where is it headed next? It could go anywhere. And we may not have any kind of warning at all. Federation, non-Federation. This anomaly threatens us equally. Whatever it is, we'll figure it out together. Indeed, we are more than allies. Captain Burnham, make no mistake. You are in charge. She has faith in me. We are facing something we don't understand. Something that could tear us all apart. But there's only one way to confront the unknown. together wow so there wow. it is that's it that, there <laughs> that bloody cat <laughs> <laughs> right so um as i said of course um I've read somewhere about it being in some kind of, uh, was it women in motion panel? Uh, one thing I did pick up on there was, um, well, a lot of females, wouldn't it? It was a very female dominated yeah, trailer absolutely. that was, you know. Um, so I think that's that, that's going to be a theme, I think, um, in this next scene. Is it going to be more about uh, women empowerment, I guess, um, with, with this, you know, the latest season? I mean, obviously, we yeah. had Captain Pike as I guess, I mean, obviously Michael Byrne is the main character, but Captain Pike, I guess, was kind of the hero, isn't he, of um, of Discovery, especially in season two. Uh, a lot of people would argue he made Discovery season two, Captain Pike. Everyone goes on, 
and um, we'll get yeah. into that now. Obviously, how, how successful Captain Pike ends up being. Um, but I, I, what I'm getting from it, especially after reading, uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you, folks, I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, the women in motion panel is all about. I wish I knew a bit more about it now as I'm talking about it. But from what I'm seeing, obviously, uh, it's about obviously women, I guess, in film or you know, uh, being yeah, being the main yeah. stars of the show. And uh, I think that trailer really did show that, you know. So I, I'm I'm seeing a lot of women uh, for. I mean, there's a lot of women in it, in it I don't know, but I see, I see that the women characters even more, I guess. Put yeah, there's going to be I more guess. focus on them, I think. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, I um, mean, obviously, Michael Burnham's now the captain, so that's yeah. one thing, isn't it? So, that, so I guess it was always building up uh, to that. And obviously, you have that, you know, the the, the trans characters are, are in there as well. As you've seen, we saw a glimpse of them. So, yeah, I think... Um, from yeah. that trailer, though, I think it, it looks like it's going to be again on another level. It kind of looks mm-hmm. like a movie trailer rather than an actual TV series. It, it does, um, yeah. So no, I'm hoping that it's going to, you know, I mean, season three was awesome. And I think hopefully from that trailer, it looks like it's going to go from like a, a whole new level, like, a, you know, even further. Obviously, you've got Burnham's captaincy, yeah, finally. Yeah. Um, as well, one thing I noticed as well, I'm pretty sure there was like you say going on the female thing that i'm pretty sure there was a cardassian in it like a female cardassian really uh, i didn't even know yeah I, I i noticed like the little ridges on the eye on the, around the eyes cool uh so yeah um but yeah i think this season well from from what it looks at and also the hints of this whole women in motion panel thing it seems like this is sort of going to be the theme of season four discovery is I guess women then I guess you know it's going yeah, to be maybe so that, I hope, that, that's, I mean, that, yeah and I mean this anomaly thing what's that all about I mean is the the, the whole yeah. thing about the burn in season 3 is it going to be a similar yeah thing uh hopefully, hopefully you know be a bit more cuz it looks a lot more dramatic I think this time please around please give uh, us borg yeah no well, maybe it is borg <laughs> yeah uh, maybe. maybe it is borg um but yeah very very dramatic it, it looks yeah. really like no, you know, everyone I know what you mean. Like it is like like a like a movie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah, but Discovery it, um season four. Um, it looks awesome. Looks awesome, yeah. <laughs> it looks awesome. Uh yeah. So hopefully by the end of this year we'll be able to watch that and enjoy. So uh keep your eyes peeled. Yes. Right then. Uh moving on, of course, Lower Decks returns this summer. Yay. Uh, <laughs> will be released uh, the new season August the twelfth. So that's very exciting. Yes, very exciting. Hopefully, I mean, it says August the twelfth. I'm hoping that's for both the US and the UK because, yeah, I mean, we did I, uh... we did have to wait ages for for it, but at least but, there's I some mean, kind of date, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, at least there's a date, and at least you know there is definitely a season two. And yeah, yeah, I, I don't yeah. know if I if that was in the article that I sent you, but I think they've announced a season three as well for Lower Decks. Really? Yeah. I don't know if it's in, I, I must have saw that on Twitter or something, or I don't know if it's in that article that I sent you, but um, yeah, there's going to be a season three of Lower Decks as well. I've just, yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Well, I, so, I'm up for, I guess when you think about with like animations, they can make, you know, uh, loads of the, uh, you know, I mean, a small amount of time, because obviously you haven't got to get the actors in, you just get the artists who, you know, draw and whatever they do and, and make the animation mm. and then, and then that's it. You just get some actors. I mean, the actors aren't even got to be in the studio now these days. I mean, look at us now. I mean, we're in separate parts of the country and we're just 
talking on microphones. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But like, I mean, you know, if you get yourself. A oh, we're not. Se- we're separated by like thirty minutes down the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I understand Americans. They understand true uh, distance, and there's us. Like you know, we we don't get in the UK. We. We, we 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 think a drive down to Tembe is you know is is a full length you know holiday like we, we <laughs> yeah. you know that's how we are as Brits you know we <laughs> it's like would you be drive to Scotland get a plane for that you know um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we don't understand distance that respects but what I'm trying to say is you know uh, you can be in two different places really and you know with mm. technology now and also prices going down on decent microphones you can you can do it you know it's yeah i mean if i mean it's even easier to do animation mm-hmm. now than it ever was yeah yeah so just... I'm, I'm just scanning through this article i i don't see nothing about season uh three i don't think i'm so. fairly confident though that i've seen that somewhere yeah. that they've renewed it for a season three oh. um no, well, like I said, I, I'm I'm down for that if that is the case. I'm down for it. I mean, if, <laughs> yeah. the season one proved very popular, uh, yeah. and I think, I mean, the teaser trailer for season two looks just as good. So I think I can't see why they wouldn't uh-huh. do a season three. Um, right. So, in. so uh, should we watch the trailer then? For let's watch the trailer. Yeah, absolutely. Lower decks season two, uh, which of course it will be out in the summer. Uh, wow, so much Trek coming out. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> what we're going to do now is watch the trailer for Lower Deck Season 2, which is coming out in the summer. Here we go. The only thing missing is Boimler. He's got to be having the time of his life. I'm starting to think this jam session's got too many licks and not enough comps. What does that even mean? <laughs> I forgot Riker was in it, so that actually was a surprise. I love, I love that they've got Riker in it. I love that they, they are actually doing, you know, some episodes of him on the Titan. <laughs> That's I love brilliant. that. Um, yeah. What I does think, that even mean? <laughs> I think, yeah. It, it looks amazing. It, it, I love the fact that it's continuing the story that we know the Boiler went off uh, to, to obviously join the the, the the Titan, and he's he's off there now. Um, and I love, yeah, I I love as well. It it, it kind of made it look uh, like a like you knew you said that like um, Discovery was like an, uh, a movie. Well, that the way it was done, it was like an action film. The whole yeah, you know. I agree with that. Like a actually. Need for Speed sort of uh, Vin Diesel yeah. sort of film. Yeah, yeah, like the Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fast and Furious. Not Need for Speed's the game, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, yeah. There is a Need for Speed film actually. Yeah, with Aaron Paul. Yeah, I didn't even know that. But yeah, you know what I mean. It's that sort of fast-paced action. So, which is not. It's not a fast-paced action program at all. But I love how it uses that, though. I think that's a great way of advertising and. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Yeah, I, I think it's just gonna. From that, it just looks like it's just gonna be more of the same sort of shenanigans, like the same characters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, there's there was a, an, again a Cardassian in there, which I yeah, can't remember yeah. if there was yeah. in season one. I can't remember, but um, no. Yeah, it, it looks good. It looks funny. It looks yeah, like yeah. it. Yeah. Because I, I I keep I mean, we say this every time we keep meaning to rewatch it, but hopefully we yeah we won't yeah. have to wait too much longer for new episodes. I think it's one of those mm. series that uh, you know just 
they seem you know, to in, invest a lot into it which i, I really like you yeah know? you do get that yeah. feel actually from watching it yeah you, you, a lot of investment and um and a lot it, of care as well yeah because really like when we were saying like like who watches lower decks you know like a lot of my friends are saying oh they've seen like the trailer for it and stuff on like amazon prime because it comes up you know and but then none of them have said they've ever fancied watching it because they don't really like star trek so um for me you're the only person i know who watches it <laughs> so i it's i don't know it's interesting because they said there's so much sort of like investment into it but i'm always like you know like how you know how many people are actually watching or like you know is it just star trek fans watching this or is it because i don't know it's just interesting which i i I love the fact they make it of course i mean you know it makes me happy (laughs) but you know yeah it makes me happy i think one thing for me will be interesting is season one was all about you know the easter eggs and stuff mm. it'll be interesting to see if they do more sort of hidden easter eggs in season two or if they just now yeah yeah take it you know that right they've done that for the fans now season two is going to be this. i think there'll be a lot of riker ones i think this is what it looks like yeah. it's gonna happen yeah yeah which i'm <laughs> down for i like riker so yeah <laughs> and uh obviously we never really got to see him be captain so it'll be nice to see him be captain in some sort of capacity uh yeah, on the yeah. titan so uh, oh yeah no it's gonna be awesome yeah no i'm really excited so yeah we are uh August time. Um, do, do, yeah, August time. Um, so that's two tracks coming out this year. You've got season oh, yeah, four two. of Discovery and uh, a new Lower Decks. There we are. So there we are. So I, I couldn't see my, my screen went a bit blank then. So there we are. So August right. the 12th. There was August the 12th. Uh, we'll be coming out Lower Decks. Exciting times. Yeah. Right then. So, so that's Lower Decks. Wow. Um, we'll move on to our next article. Uh, and Prodigy, another yeah. series. So, Prodigy finally reveals cartoon Janeway and lots of other interesting things as well. So, first of all, let's have a look at Janeway. There she is. Uh, I quite like this picture because it's her right next to her cartoon uh, self. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's going to be interesting is Kate Mulgrew is going to get to play herself, obviously, years younger. You know, she. Mm. I, I think I think she I think she likes the idea that of that that she is, you know, she do you know, you know what I mean like because obviously obviously Jane was a lot younger now than Kate Mulgrew is now, yeah, uh, and then she gets to be her younger self say because obviously, yeah. I mean the cartoon obviously has an age you know it looks pretty much when she was younger on there you know? so i think she's just excited that she gets to be 20 years younger again you know yeah i think <laughs> as well some of the things that have been revealed i think uh so like she's playing like a hologram version of herself uh, which i think yeah i've heard about this as well so i think yeah that's gonna be fun uh and just look at yeah from like looking at that picture it looks it literally looks like like i think it looks like jane we looked at the start of voyager if that makes sense uh, yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah mm-hmm. and i think as well she um kate mulgrew herself had input into the design of you know that mm-hmm. of the design of what she should look like obviously she she should look like <laughs> janeway but like you know she i think she had um input and in sort of things like you know the facial structure and stuff like that and well i'd want to as well i want to make sure that my character <laughs> looks good <laughs> that's uh, not what that's not how big my chin is <laughs> yeah well you can imagine though can't you some like stars like going hey maybe you look like that for you know yeah yeah so i do i do get it, i guess 
Uh, so, of course, this will take place in the year 2383. So that is three years after Lower Decks. The Lower Decks is set 2380. Mm -hmm. So it's between Lower Decks and between Become. So that's where it's set. Uh, it yeah. does set, apparently, in the, the Delta Quadrant as well. Yeah. Which will be exciting. Yeah, I've heard rumors that there's something uh, maybe in connection with Voyager, and then these characters come across her hologram self, who then teaches mm. them about the Federation. That's where I've heard. Uh, I was thinking of like some theories myself, though, on what it could be. I mean, I, I have heard the hologram theory, but I, I didn't. I part of me was thinking, you know, that episode with all the the weird mud creature things that, like, you know, the ones and they like they basically become the characters. And there's one episode where they like they're, they're mud creatures and they they're, they're on their way back to Earth and they melt. Do you know what I'm So, um... so there's a planet they go to, and the planet basically imitates them and like do you know what i mean like that weird clay and there's one where you think they're all dying but it's not then it actually turns out to be the clay creatures and then vaguely melting. but then i have some reason i'm thinking of um odo and his shapeshift of people ah um, right no <laughs> i'm all about yeah voyager no i know you're uh, all about voyager yeah, Just, yeah. <laughs> it sounds familiar to it does um... no it does sound yeah so they're like we remember there's like one and they're like weird mud I think so, vaguely. I think and then so. they basically become them, the, the Voyager crew. And there's an episode where we see Voyager going back to Earth, but then they start all dying, and it turns out they were all the clay people because yeah. they still yeah. had the same knowledge and intention as they had. If that makes sense. Mm. It's, it's a really weird concept. A part of me was thinking, could it be another one of them, but for Janeway? Oh, yeah. Yes, well, Maybe, I was thinking yeah. as well. You know, that was another theory I had in my head. But I have yeah. heard a lot about this, like you said, the hologram one. I think that's what it, well, yeah, that seems to be the most favorable one. Um, so, yeah, hologram Janeway obviously ends up interacting with these characters and teaches them all about the Federation. So, yeah. Awesome. I, I I was hoping that they would give us a teaser trailer actually as well, but um, I don't think yeah. they have yet. No, but, uh... they haven't given us any taste trees. Uh, Taser, teaser, uh, teaser, teaser, teaser trailer as such. It's yeah. even. <laughs> yeah, it's even. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think like, also this is going to be this year as well. Is it? I think as well. Is it? Or is this twenty twenty two now? I don't know if they gave us a date for this. Have they? Or released at first no it's just the first image i think that's all we've had is the just first, the first image it's the first image. first image of january because i think last time we mentioned that there is obviously the uh first images of the other characters mm -hmm. as well so yeah it'll be interesting to see how they merge it looks awesome it looks and I, I, we say this all the time it looks it is for the l little kids but yeah, we yeah. Watch it as well. <laughs> i mean i just love the fact it's out the delta quadrant i think yeah it's uh amazing and um yeah i i love how they picked janeway of all other characters yeah, the correct choice. The correct mm. choice. Um, so yeah, but oh yeah, also, will this be right? I'm gonna blow your mind now. Will this be technically the first holographic captain? Ooh, you know what I mean? That's yeah. the thing as well. This could be the Maybe. first holographic captain then, if she is a hologram. Yeah, oh, if she no, is I'm... a captain. Well, we if should, she we should is know a captain, she's a captain. Yeah. yeah. Well, we know, we know she, she is a captain, but will she be the captain of? 
Oh, it blows my mind. I can't wait. So there we are. So Prodigy, there we are. First look of uh, Captain Jane. Some information there as well at, at the inset in the Delta Quadrant and three years after Lower Decks. Right, awesome. So we're going to move on now to our next one. More so, track news. More track news. Yeah, we do have more. Okay, so Strange New Worlds aims for a 2022 release as COVID cases affect production. So this is just uh, sort of just a just a recap here. Of course, Strange Wheels has been having issues, doesn't it, on set with, hmm. uh, with obviously COVID um, nineteen, which of course has affected a lot of things around the world, but it has also affected the the filming of uh, Strange New World. So I think they had to stop and start and things like that are in ISA. Yeah, I think. Cast. Yeah, yeah, I think a few few production members have have caught the virus, so they've had to put uh, okay. production on hold. So. Uh-huh. But they're still um, aiming for the 2022 release. Yeah, so they're still aiming for the 2022 release, though, which, which is all good. It's, good. it's good to know that it hasn't shut it down completely. No. Uh, yeah, but there, there's no trailer or anything like that. That's my knowledge, anyway. I haven't seen anything. So, um, But, yeah, Captain Pike. Again, there we are. There was my example from earlier, of course, was Captain Pike being, uh, well, obviously... Some people would say the savior of Discovery, you know. So, and he, well, I mean, yeah. he even got his own show. So there we are. So yes, he, he's are. done. He's done something right, isn't he? Really. So yes, yeah, Strange New Worlds hopefully coming out around well, twenty twenty two, so next year. So keep your eyes peeled for that. So hopefully, Kobe won't get too much in the way. No. <laughs> and uh, more track news. <laughs> we do more have track news. More track news. Q is back. Yes. The one we've been waiting for. The one we've been waiting for. We've been down been saying this. Will Q return to Star Trek Picard now for ages? We've been saying this. And yeah. uh, the answer is yes. yes. Yes, Q is coming back and he will be in uh, Picard. Um, right. Now, how we know this, of course, was there was another teaser trailer. Now, for this teaser trailer, it's all you just, you just hear, don't you? We'll, we'll play it now anyway. So if you are just, um, well, if you are just listening, of course, you don't need to really watch this, do you? It's no. all about <laughs> just listening because you'll be able to hear something that'll make you go, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What we're going to do now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to play now the, ta- the, the teaser trailer for Picard Season 2. And as I said... It will make you go, ooh. The true final frontier is time. Time can turn even our most impulsive, our most ill-considered actions into history. What we do in a crisis often weighs upon us less heavily than what we wish we had done. What could have been. Time offers so many opportunities, but never second chances. Ah! So, (laughs) 
season two of Picard 2022. And of course, there you have it. Q is back. Q is back. And hopefully, I mean, from that, I just think he's going to be the, the focus of the whole season. Fingers yeah. crossed. I, uh... I think so as well. I lovely said the trial hasn't ended because that's what it's all about. Of course, yes. TNG was all about Picard on trial and the trial still hasn't ended. I love that. Still Amazing. hasn't ended. Yeah, it's awesome. I am glad he's back. And um, yeah. obviously he did return a little bit in um, Lower Decks, but it'll, it'll be nice to see him up against Picard Yeah, yeah. again in this new form. That, you know, now they're both older, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it looks awesome. It From looks- that trailer as well. I mean, I know people who are listening wouldn't have been able to see it, but like, I just love the whole sort of, you know, you've got the picture of the Enterprise there or Picard's Enterprise. Yeah, and then yeah, like, yeah. You know where the camera focuses on the playing card and its cue, and it's like, oh, it's so oh, yeah. exciting! Yeah, yeah, so exciting. There was a lot of interesting things while we saw the visuals, and one of them that that I um that caught my attention was it showed the the book Paradise Lost, and if it's the same mm. book I'm thinking of, Paradise Lost, I think it's by Milton, and that's about the Antichrist. Well, it's about the 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 this basically the story of Lucifer when he falls down from heaven, but it's it's from his point of view. Right. So I, I mean I don't know I don't know if that's some kind of connection with Q or I don't know you know what I mean I, I just made me think like though oh maybe into yeah. why they focused on that book Paradise mm. Lost if it it, it must I, well, I'm guessing it's the same book as the one I'm I'm thinking of as the um about the Antichrist so hmm ooh exciting yeah. by the I fact think there's need... no you know we don't see no characters we just hear the voices no. that's all we need like that's all we need yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, two two iconic voices of the Star exactly. Trek franchise, Picard and Q. Um, I, I, I'm I'm optimistic that it is going to be, uh, you know, the whole season is going to be focused around Q yeah. in some sort. Uh, Picard still on trial, and I think personally, I think it needs it because I think you know, I think our opinions differ on Picard, but I think season one was a little bit not necessarily uh, bad or anything like just a little bit underwhelming so i think with the introduction of q hopefully it takes it to that next level of, i think uh, season one just needed um well it was just a starting point wasn't it and that's the yeah, thing. i yeah. think that's all it was they need to sort of build ground and now i think they are and i think also what i love about Picard, it's kind of you know same with discoveries but it's just the production value in it i mean look at that that trailer mm. as well it's just so simple but it was just amazing the way it was made and produced and oh it's exciting, exciting. it's so exciting and as well i mean we know that um guinan's gonna be in it in some fashion yeah. and i know yeah, guinan yeah. and q had a little bit of a mm-hmm. thing as well so maybe hopefully that's uh also going to be focused yeah, on yeah yeah so. no I, i'm I looking forward wait. to that so there we are. Uh, Bakar is back 2022. And of course, Q will return to the Star Trek franchise. The trial never ends. The trial never ends. Right, and so we have got our last article now for Trek News. And we've got some very important Trek News for you now to finish it all off with. There will be a new Star Trek movie. Yes. And it'll come out on the 9th of the 6th. 2023 six days after my birthday dan absolutely six days after your birthday what a what a good belated birthday present that you'll have when you will turn uh 30 is it yeah you'll be 30 oh Oh, thanks for reminding me (laughs) i mean i will already be 30 so anyway yes more more star trek in the cinematic world which i think is important 
yeah. it's not just a TV show, it is a movie franchise as well. I, I yeah. can't wait. We belong in the silver screen as well, just as much yeah. as we do as the small screen. Um, I mean, there's no information as to what this film, well, who's directing this film. They haven't confirmed that at all. Uh, they haven't confirmed whether it's going to be part of the Kelvin universe. They haven't confirmed is it going to take part after uh, you know Nemesis. They haven't said mm. nothing. They've just, this is all they're giving us is a date. Uh, I've read a few things or some rumours online. Apparently, Zachary Quinto has come forward and said that it's not Kelvin, or it's not him anyway, which okay. is making me think, what's this going to be about then? Could this be Tarantino? <laughs> yes, because we know yeah. that Tarantino wants to make a Star Trek yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, Could this be Tarantino? Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. A three-hour-long Star Trek movie. That'd be yeah. great. Um <laughs> I would, I mean, I would like to see something set after Nemesis and maybe, you know, with some new characters and a new ship, maybe. Or, uh, yeah, yeah. Not you know, same. Or, or what would be nice is um, in, you know, keeping up with the spirit of bringing people back and maybe like a merger of, you know, TNG, DS9, uh, Voyager. Well, I was just thinking oh. that kind of like a Marvel sort of approach to it, isn't it? Because that's yeah. what made the Marvel <laughs> films, you know, really popular as well was the idea they all cross over and things. Cross, and yeah, a crossover movie would be yeah. nice. Yeah. So I think you might be right. I think that may be the next stage for Star Trek. Is it the crossover? Is it the whole, um, you know, the you know um, Avengers Endgame sort of thing? You know, is that what it needs to sort of go into? Mm. I don't know. You know, I, I, and I think that could be. I mean, with the beauty of Star Trek, we can do all those things with obviously time travel and obviously space and everything. So anything's possible. Anything is possible. You know. Um, yeah, I'm. I mean, I'd love to see Picard involved. I'd love to see. I'd love to see them all involved. To be honest, I think. Yeah, be... I think they would all be keen to return. As yeah. well. I mean, a lot of them have already returned, and I think even like uh, people like Avery Brooks as Cisco, I think, has, mm -hmm. uh, you know, would like to. I mean, I know Sirock Lofton, who played uh, Jake, has said that because he's quite close with Avery Brooks, has said that he would be up for it. So, mm -hmm. you know, we, yeah, I, I would love to see like a crossover like all them all coming back and uh, just yeah you know and i think it would be the perfect place to do it. i think a tv show wouldn't necessarily have the same you know gravitas as a movie to bring everything back so yeah yeah I, and i mean i mean i know that william shatner even said himself you know i mean he so he said for ages he'll never come back as captain kirk but he also said recently that he may come back you know as captain kirk so maybe you know it's as a, possibility. As a very old a very old chat yeah you know I, what I mean like a very I old think... no but i mean it like... could be some way he's 90 <laughs> 90 yeah 90 yeah exactly so... but you know he's still working hard even though he's 90 um i think there could be some way of introducing something and he gets involved somehow though and you know even if it's just his voice because we as we've been yeah, saying yeah. You know, he could literally just you know record something from his living room mm -hmm. <laughs> Send yeah. it off. So. Yeah. So there we are. So um brand new Star Trek movie uh coming out of course in the year 2023, six uh, days after my birthday. So uh, I'm sure we'll go and see us in the cinema then. Yeah, I'll treat you I'll treat you to I'll treat you to some popcorn and uh, some popcorn. Your birthday present. <laughs> popcorn. Well right and, then. Uh, so um ladies and gentlemen, I I'll hold you to that. <laughs> right, and, oh, uh, I will. Uh, Maybe even a drink. Yeah. <laughs> I got on video now. Right, <laughs> yeah, so uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that was this episode's Trek News. <laughs>
like a podcast episode in itself. Right? I know. Wow, that was a lot of Trek news to get through. That was, yes. was so much stuff. But it was a lot great. of Trek news. Yeah, a lot of true. Trek news. Right, Ed. So it's episode 23, as we said. So uh, this episode, we're going to be talking. Uh, we're not really going to be talking about Star Trek now, actually. Are we? We're, gonna, no. we're sort of going <laughs> off Star Trek now. But we are going to talk about another sci-fi show that we do love. Uh, and we obviously will be explaining how we do can, well, we, we do relate it to Star Trek in some shape or form. Uh, it's a comedy show. Um, uh, a lot. I know a lot of Americans do like this show. There, there was an American version of the show, actually. Um Oh, right. I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah. Because uh, um, I'm not sure if Craig Charles actually got. I'm not sure if Craig Charles got involved or Chris Barry got involved. One of them got involved and actually went over there and uh, still remained as his character over there. I think. Oh, right. To be in it. Oh, right. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I know there there is an American version of it as well. But we're going to talk about, of course, the British version, uh, the original version, the British version. So uh, if you haven't watched Red Dwarf before. Go and watch it. Uh, it's fantastic British humour, that's all I'd say. So yeah. uh, anyway, so first point, of course, is what is Red Dwarf? Well, I think I already said it. It's fantastic British humour. It's uh, obviously what sci-fi. Is it? <laughs> what is it? It's a it's a sci-fi show, of course, set in the, the far the far future on a, on a on the mining ship Red Dwarf, uh, and uh, we basically have uh, well four main characters in brackets five. We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, of course, who are on? Uh, well, they're lost in space, basically, isn't it? Lost in space. Yeah, and they're basically just trying to get on with life. But uh, you can imagine all sorts of things get in their way as they try and get themselves back to Earth. But well, well, they, it's, it's something like millions of years in the future as well, isn't it? It's, it's uh... like three million years because I think <laughs> I think the um, and of course, I mean, you haven't got a picture there, but you've got also the computer called Holly as well. Yes, um, of course. Yes, yes. Yeah. Which there was two uh, incarnations of that. There was a um, a male version and a female version. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the guy. I, I did. He was very yeah, dry. Yeah. Like he was very dry and witty and stuff like that. Yeah, I just like uh, I, I liked him. Uh, not to say that the the mm-hmm. the woman uh, Holly was bad. Like I liked her, but I think yeah, the um, the male Holly was mm-hmm. was funny because uh, I think he'd always like go, all right, dudes, <laughs> yeah, just pop yeah, up. Yeah. All right, dudes. And then when he returns, actually, because uh, he uh, he does return, actually, I think yeah. in the last series, doesn't he? And he just pops on and goes, "All right, dudes," as if, as if he's never been away. Um, and they have the laughing track, so it actually cheers him, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 track, absolutely. Yeah. So Holly kind of Holly is their computer, and you know, he's I think he's got an IQ of over a million or whatever it is. I think it's a lot. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. So. Um, <laughs> Because, I mean, in the early series as well, actually, before, I mean, Crichton wasn't in it straight away, was he? No. Um, so, of course, it was just, well, obviously, Lister gets caught. He's in status, isn't he? Because he gets in trouble. Yeah, he gets, in um, stasis, gets put into trouble. Uh, gets put into stasis because he gets yeah. into trouble. Yeah. yeah. Because, um, well, he... And also, he has a cat, does he, on board? We'll get into that as well, because obviously the cat is a very important part. Um, yeah. <laughs> obviously, Rimmer is his co-worker, um, who really wants to be an officer, but still, like, he's basically filling vending machines, and he's but they're basically like cleaners, aren't they? They're very, they're yeah, the lowest of like the crew. Members. Lower deckers. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, they're lower deckers. There we go. And um, basically, there's uh, obviously an explosion, a horrible disaster happens. Everyone dies apart from Lister because he's frozen in time. 
for three yeah. million years. And then yeah. Holly decides to wake him up three million years after. And then obviously um, Rimmer returns. Rimmer returns as a hologram. And uh, he's, is it soft light then though, isn't he? We'll get into that. He's a soft light uh, hologram at first. Mm-hmm. So you can put yeah. your hands straight through him. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the cat, that's an interesting one. Because obviously, as I said, Lister had a cat. And, an actual uh, cat. An, an actual cat. A meow, a cat, you know. But then, obviously, three million years of of, of uh, evolution of the cat living on the ship, uh, and and also yeah. the radiation as well, because yeah, there, yeah, there was radi- yeah, the radiation caused the cat to yeah, that's evolve, true. I guess. Yeah, but it was also three million years, wasn't it, of evolution? Yeah, that yeah. was part of it. And then, obviously, then we had well, cats. Then you know, who was a, a basically a human who came from cat, not a human that came from apes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And Lister is his god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Lister is his god. <laughs> What's that that? He holds the curry stains. Or... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should mention that Lister likes a lot of curry and beer, yeah. which, I mean, who doesn't? Because <laughs> I think, I mean, we'll get on to this, but one of the episodes where, he, like, um, the curry gets, uh, you know, uh, he's out of curry, isn't he? And he, yeah. he, he uses the time travel thing to try and get the curry back or something like that <laughs> so when, it's uh, it's crying and he goes like he tried a pizza one day but he didn't like it so i poured curry sauce all over it and he ate it down in one uh i think he has curry for breakfast and curry for lunch and curry for dinner <laughs> and a lot of beer well, so how, how to kill a, how to kill a vindaloo a lager <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Um, uh, and then obviously Crichton is not well. We Crichton does kind of appear, of course, in the first two seasons, but it's a one-off one, and it's not uh, Mr. Llewellyn, isn't it? It's a I don't know who the guy who, who plays Crichton then, and also he's a bit more of a I don't know. He's a bit more like a, a butler then, isn't he? He's not as quirky. He's very yeah. He's he's on another ship, isn't he? They find yeah. him on another ship, and he's he's kill- didn't he kill all of his crew? I think he's, they just he's... died. I think, they just died, okay. I think they died of starvation, but he kept working. He he just thought they were being yeah. quiet. I think that's the joke. And he yeah, he just yeah. thought they were just being quiet. They were like, "No, your crew are dead." He's like, "Oh my goodness!" He's like, <laughs> but he just keeps <laughs> cleaning for them, and they're like skeletons sat there. <laughs> um, and then obviously, then I mean, okay, so that, obviously season one and two basically sets the, the story, doesn't it? It sets obviously yeah. as we just did there with Lister. And Rimmer, of course, the you know cleaners or whatever, vendor machine guys on the ship. Explosion happens, blah blah blah. How cat comes? How they meet Crichton? Um, and then season three. Then season three for me is my favourite. Well, past that season, that was all my favourite. Then uh, for season because season three is when they introduce Crichton properly, as then he yeah. becomes a member of the crew properly. Of the crew, yeah. And is, say, yeah, sorry, hang on. I should, no, I, I, I agree with you. I think after mm. season series, when season three happened, that's where it really kicked off. But mm. I, I have a lot of appreciation for the first two. Oh, no, uh, I love the first two as well. I, I, so, I, yeah. I don't know if you agree with this, but I'm getting on to uh, as the series goes on, but I, I prefer series one and two cat because he kind of was a bit of a like after season three he was a bit more part of the crew but in the first couple of seasons yeah he kind of just strolled around the ship being a cat and like you know i, you know I think I mean? you're right then i think the first two seasons was focused mainly on rimmer and lister being the mate and them two sort of like 
well, especially Cat, was sort of, I know what you mean, like a separate group that he just lived. He was sort of a character that just lived on the ship with them. And then yeah. as as obviously writing went on, they made him, uh, you know, uh, a principal sort of character. Then he became part of the crew. So no, I, I, I 100% see, I prefer him part of the crew person. I, again, I, I think, I'd say I, I love season one and two. I really do. Um, but season three, I mean, like season one and two, I mean, I, I mean, I know you can't just judge a season on this, right? But you know, season one and two, you have the intros, the man painting, you know, you're painting the ship, which is which is brilliant, by the way, really iconic moment, I think. But then season three is when we have, it's when the theme tune is being used, and then. Because that theme tune for me is well, possibly my well, my favorite theme. It my favorite theme tune in all of British television. Like I absolutely love that theme. That's my favorite one. I know what you mean. I I, I quite I like. I, I have other favorite theme tunes. Um, yeah. But I yeah. think the ending theme tune is quite good. You know, it's cold yeah. outside. There's no, no kind of atmosphere. I'm all alone. Um, more or, more or, less. or less. Let me fly far away. Far from away from here. Fun. But I think that's quite <laughs> iconic and I yeah. think that's up there with one of my favourites. I think uh, it's mm. one of those you always sing along to. It's, it's kind of like the Only Fours and Horses theme tune. You always, you always yeah, sing along yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I know what you're trying to say. I mean, I think after season three, that's where it became a proper mm-hmm. series, you know, with all of the cast members. Um, but I think what mm-hmm. I tried to get at with Cat, he was more like a cat in that he would just roam about the ship and just do yeah. random funny things. That, that's not to say I didn't like him when he became part of the crew, because I think he is a good, you know, comic relief type mm-hmm. thing, you know, is that kind of, you know, this, this, this guy who's a cat and he still has, I quite like that he still has his cat, you know, features and traits. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I no, I, I I do agree. No, I, I do agree. I, I think I mean season one and two is like you said, is when we had male Holly as well. And it's yeah. quite what's interesting, even though I say from season three, but see season one and two with Holly, I, I still think the male Holly was my favourite one. Mm. Even though I prefer past season three. I know he does come back, but male Holly for me was oh just I mean there's one, isn't it, when they they actually um isn't it like a portal? And it's like they come and see that they, they see their 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 a world where women, you know, like women and men swap yeah. roles or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like female Lister and female Rimmer, and it's, you know, it's not cat; it's a dog. And it's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, <laughs> I just like, well, you're one of them mask lists, are you? <laughs> and um, and um. And then also that's when the first time we see female Holly as well, isn't it? Yeah. Actually. Yeah. And they and they're together. Um, but I still, yeah, I I I yeah, I, I still prefer male Holly to female Holly, actually, as well. Um, yeah, I think he's just a lot funnier, really. Um I like I still funnier. like it, but I yeah, I do think he's just the He's he just... was more. He was more like the crew. Yeah, uh, I female. think that's what. Yeah, I think that's what made it, made it funny. Because that's you know that one where um, I don't know. I, I think this is this is season one and two, isn't it? Where the one where um, Holly gets replaced with that man, the really mean man. Oh yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> I love and that. He, 
and he and he and he and he's um he tries to outwit uh the man i think that's called quark or something isn't it yeah. or like a... <laughs> but it turns out it's still him isn't it and stuff yeah. it's still him yeah but he, <laughs> he tries to like he tries to he, he he challenges to him to a game of chess doesn't he he's yeah like, yeah oh queen to whatever and he's like oh sorry that was <laughs> i was thinking of poker or something like that <laughs> Queen doesn't move like that. I was thinking of poker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny. Um, yeah, and obviously then as the the, the season goes on, um, they do keep their theme to the guitar. And then it goes on. Um, and then eventually the crew then uh, has an, another member, doesn't it? Uh, we have... Yep. Um, well, this is the thing. This is Lister's love fantasy isn't it that's the thing yeah because she was she christine kachansky i can never say her name straight away i don't know why kachansky yeah yeah uh she was part of the original red dwarf crew wasn't she and then she yes and now she she got killed in the explosion Mm -hmm. and then rim has always had this thing obviously with her and finding her and stuff and then because she comes back because of, again, it's like a, a, a portal, isn't it? It's like a time portal thing or whatever. And then yes. she basically walks over uh, and then joins them. Yeah, she's like a part of an alternate reality where yeah. she survived. Yeah. And then she she then joins the crew. But then, I don't know, it, it, it's kind of like, did you think she's going to end up with, um, with, Rim, with Lister? But then she doesn't end up with Lister. She just sorts of become one of the lads in some respects, doesn't she? Yeah. Uh, she, yeah. Yeah. Which, which I'm glad that they kind of. I mean, uh, I think it was. You, I, even though he, you know Lister did still try and go after her, and he kind of, oh, you know, are, are they going to get together? Are they going to, you know, whatever? Yeah, I think yeah. It was quite important because I don't know if it was like a Chris Barry thing, but obviously he wasn't part of much of that series that she was in i don't know if he went off to do other things and yeah, yeah he goes yeah. to be ace doesn't he but he does yeah know. yeah um he's arnold <laughs> arnold arnold, arnold Rimmer. <laughs> <laughs> uh so i'm yeah like I, I agree with that like what you said she, she is part of you know uh-huh. she does become part of the lads to be honest yeah mm. yeah which i think was great yeah, I think, I mean, the thing is, though, I mean, at the time when I was watching this, I mean, this came out when we were quite young. Uh, I mm. remember watching this on BBC Two. Uh, and, and this is the time, right, for anyone who was born after, well, 2005, <laughs> I guess, uh, there was a time where me and Dan had to wait for TV shows to come on TV. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes we used to tape them on tapes. And uh, I used to have Red Dwarf on tape. <laughs> I taped it, <laughs> so I had I had all of season eight taped, and um, I remember not really caring much that uh, you know there was a female cast member Kachansky. But then as I as I got older, I remember my dad saying, "Oh, you know, it was meant to just be men in space." That was a funny thing about it. I sort of got it. I was like. Uh, he's got a point <laughs> as I got older, I think. <laughs> yeah, I you think, know, yeah, I think know. that is, I think that's what the, you know, that's, that's where the sitcom element comes into, obviously sitcom mm-hmm. situation comedy, you know, there's these, you know, useless mm-hmm. men in space, not kind of, yeah. Doing, I think the fact that they are deprived of, uh, you know, female companionship, should we say, they've got each other. They just, yeah. And we, we should stress as well, they're not, 
they're not mates they're not best mates they're kind of just put mm. together and they kind of just learn you know they, they kind of just yeah. go along together i mean there's that it's that camaraderie rather than friendship isn't it i think that um, yeah. I, so i see what your dad was saying about mm. that you know i think but i, I still quite I, th- I think she was quite a good member of the cast it kind of you know mm. added a little spice to it um yeah no, no, I, I do agree. I mean, I say I, I, I did like her, but I, I think, uh, yeah, I think, I, I think she worked better in when, when it, cause it was season eight, wasn't it? I think, I think we're having all the rest of the crew members back because obviously mm-hmm. we don't get too much away. But basically, um, here we are. Somehow, I, I don't want to give it too much away if anyone wants to watch it, obviously. But basically, uh, the crew return <laughs> to Red Dwarf. And obviously, uh, you can imagine all sorts of things happen. But I quite like the idea that, I don't know, I think she worked better with that surrounding, Ben, than she would have worked, worked. Do you know what I mean? If there was like I, season three on the mo- on their own, and, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I agree with you there, actually. Yeah, mm. I would agree with that. Um, I think, yeah, I think I prefer the original four, because like, I, th- I think it is that, like I say, the, the situation of them just, these useless guys just being in space and sort of mm-hmm. not not having a clue. Um, yeah, yeah, really, yeah. Uh, you know, well, because oh, sorry, go on. Well, no, it's because obviously that you know, as soon as they add the you know the woman element to it, it's kind of mm-hmm. like. But she was good. She wasn't like the typical woman, though, was she? She was quite a bit of a badass. She she wasn't going to cook all their meals and do all. No, I mean, no. that was that's what that I mean. She, 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 she sort of became part of the well, uh, yeah. one of the lads sort of thing, didn't yeah. she? In some respects, yeah. there. I just love. I mean, I mean, looking at the different characters as well. I you know, you got Lister, who is, you know, an alcoholic curry eater. You know, <laughs> from you, Liverpool. From Liverpool. I mean, making him a scouser is, is, is brilliant as well. Mm. Uh, obviously, you got um, Arnold Rimmer, of course, who, um, you know, you can imagine, he, you know, he, he sort of wants to be a SWAT. He wants to be, like, the best, but he, he just, he is just, a, you know, an idiot, really. <laughs> and he, is, he just gets himself in all these trouble. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, I love that word, SWAT. Yeah, I haven't yeah. heard that in ages. Well, yeah. that, yes, I, that's why I'd say he's kind of a wannabe SWAT, because he's not really a SWAT at all. Like, I know, he, he he thinks he's one, but he, he's not really. He, you know, I can imagine he's been, you know, um, you know, he, he, he'll, he'll sort of bend over backwards for, like, any superior, su- superiority to be superior, but then he doesn't really get anything out of it because he'll always mess things up and stuff. But then he he yeah. also uses that to look down at these guys, you know. Um, yeah. But again, it's just a, it's a, it's hilarious how it works with Lister, you know, and how they bounce off each other. Mm. Um, yeah, because the status between those two is quite the same, but obviously he Rimmer thinks, thinks yeah, he's, yeah, 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 yeah. And then obviously you have the cat, wow. And then cat, of course, uh, as I said, came from well, the cat. Um, <laughs> Uh, again, who is uh, obsessed with fashion, uh, yeah. dancing, you know, girl, you, get, girl, you get so tied, tongue tied. So <laughs> I like the one. Um, I think this is in series eight where he gets the sh- uh, the, the <laughs> he gets the ship to dance. <laughs> Does he get Starbug to dance or something like that? Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's really good, Daddy John Jules, is like singing and dancing and stuff. He's great. <laughs> can I drive this thing? I can make this thing dance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you do a really good impression of him. I, I... I watched it too many times. Uh... Right, um... 
<laughs> I look like Dwayne Dibley. Dwayne Dibley. <laughs> and then obviously Crichton then, uh, who is uh, well, basically a butler, isn't he? He's a robotic butler uh, mm. who finds it difficult, of course, to um, go against his programming. He's, pr- he's programmed to serve. Um, but as the, as the season goes on, of course, he does break that program. You know, he um, the best is obviously, I think, is when they when Liz is trying to teach him how to lie, and he has yeah. a banana, and he goes like, "It's a banana, it's a banana," and then eventually he goes like, "It's a Czech Republic traffic warden." You know, he's, <laughs> he's, he's um, which is hilarious. And I, I love that at the end he manages to lie. At the end he goes, "It's a banana." <laughs> You know. Yeah, and then he and then he he kind of joins in with like the bashing of Rimmer in a way. He kind of uh, insults Rimmer a lot. Yeah, he? yeah, because, yeah. Because Lister <laughs> teaches him how to. Yeah, it's great. I love it. I'm gonna say that Crichton is probably my favorite character. Oh, just okay. Yeah, cool. I'm, I I just. I just love everything about it. He's kind of like just the way he walks, and he's like a bit of a wobbly head. And like, I I love the fact that he has different, yeah, uh, different heads. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like he, had, you know, and he, you know, you can detach his heads and stuff, and he's, uh, you know, again, he. I mean, he does become a little bit like Kachansky. He does become part of the crew in a way. At first, mm. he was kind of like, you know, the the dog's body, I guess, the, the butler. But he does become mm. part of the crew. Um, yeah. I just love yeah. the fact that he does. You know, he just. And he does ironing as well. He likes like he he finds pleasure in doing all like the chores and stuff, and his, uh-huh. you know, uh, yeah. I I I Crichton's my favorite character, also because um, he does remind me of somebody I went to university with. So, okay. um, <laughs> so uh, so yeah, reminds me of my friend Lawrence who I went oh. to university with. Yeah, he just, he is Crichton. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I look at uh, also our list, just a favorite moments of the series as well. Uh, again, I'm gonna talk about season three. Um, mm. and I'm gonna talk about I, I think it's the first episode of season three as well. It's when they they go to that planet where everything goes backwards. Oh, yeah, the, the episode's called Backwards. Yeah, and then it's when Lister goes, I, I don't speak Bulgarian, <laughs> and then it's. <laughs> It's when they're doing their comedy show, Rimmer and, and Crichton. They're doing a comedy show, obviously, because they get strammed on the island and they're trying to make money and stuff. And they do a comedy show where, they, where they're the reverse brothers, where they're doing things forward. And these yeah, people yeah, yeah. live backwards. So they find forwards weird, where we obviously find backwards weird. And then they're doing things like drinking water and stuff and eating a banana. And, and then and I, and I remember Lister going to all Bulgarians around. They've got simple minds. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think part of that episode is like where um, Lister goes. It's not a bar. It's not a bar room brawl. It's a bar room tidy. And he's like, he <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. He was chucking the drink, but it like goes back into the glass type thing. And yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just genius. Things like that. It's just genius. <laughs> it's <know>. when <laughs> they ask that guy for help, and he goes because subtitles come up. Sorry, I don't speak Bulgarian. <laughs> the guy says. <laughs> <laughs> it's just genius yeah and uh, i mean there's a lot of moments like that throughout red Dwarf, just like the it's just the genius of the writing and the and the, and the jokes and like the slapstick comedy is uh, genius yeah genius. yeah 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 no it is yeah yeah so i, I guess i think that's definitely one of my uh favorite moments was uh what a... yeah. sorry go no, i was to say what was that episode i think yeah i quite like the episode i can't remember what episode it was but um i quite like the episode where uh like 
they they're at war uh they go to the planet and they're at war and it's like um people throughout time because i've got yes. like yes yeah I've got, like, gandhi and like uh you know other famous figures throughout history yeah yeah I, I, I quite like that episode that's quite a fun episode isn't like santa claus there as well like adolf hitler and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 no i know what's on your yeah I like the one as well when uh, Rimmer goes crazy and he has the puppet. Um. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the polymorph episode's good as well. I I quite like the polymorph episode just because yeah. again it, it's just it kind of reminds me of um, I, we've talked about this before. It kind of reminds me of um, like Farscape in a way. Just mm-hmm. like obviously with like there was a lot of different aliens throughout Red Dwarf that they met, but like the polymorph was just like that that physical sort of mm-hmm. costume type thing and just the way it was shot and stuff yeah yeah um you've got the actual puppet i don't know if it was puppets that they used but yeah know, yeah kind of, it kind of definitely reminded me of farscape in a way um, yeah 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 so yeah yeah oh no there's this i mean i mean there's loads i could think i mean again season eight as well with the old man and the dinosaur because oh, yeah, his, his budgie becomes a, uh, a T-Rex. <laughs> yeah, like, you yeah. want some seed? You want some seed? Yeah, I like that, that he's yeah. Welsh as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 it's a lot of, yeah, it's a lot of, um, well, this is, again, so why we're talking about Red Dwarf, I think it's good to explain. I, I, I do think it's sort of, in a way, it, it, it is like a not necessarily well. In kind some respects, a parody to Star Trek. I, I would say in some respects, or especially sci-fi shows, isn't it? In general, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind, kind of you know, it's it's kind of like a satire of sci-fi shows, really, isn't it? The whole crew and they go on missions and they're trying to get to yeah. Earth and all that. But then it's like this lovely like uh, British humor comedy approach to it that's just brilliant because obviously i mean we are going to talk about this obviously the overall production with it as well is that i, I love a red dwarf is that it's like it emphasizes sort of like the fakeness of science fiction and yeah i, mean, like, I, I would agree I mean? with that yeah yeah it, it's just because everything looks a bit tacky but it also i don't know i don't know it's, it's something that makes it even more british the way it's so tacky i don't know why why that is but it just is it's just it's just that, oh, yeah, you know, I, I, you know, I imagine that American ships being all grand and and really pretty and you know and, and amazing, and then ours are just like, ah, oh, you know, we we got these few robots that you know have got arms and you know what I mean, and that look uh, like Hoovers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, 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 one of my episodes is when um, Lister. I think they they're locked in jail or something, aren't they? And Lister is trying to. Um, talking more so to one of the droids so i'm gonna use this so he's just like tapping away like and he's like tapping away trying to talk in, in morse cold and uh and he goes <laughs> uh he's like oh um you know is you, uh, did it work do you know are they responding he says like oh no i think i ordered a chinese or, or something like that or, or the chinese laundrette is it like that. yeah the chinese laundrette that's that's it. yeah it, yeah yeah oh no i think I, it was a chinese laundrette <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's brilliant. It's just, it's just. I know what you're trying to say, though. I mean, I think it it is one of those iconic sort of British type. Mm. I can't remember if we um included it in our satire episode. You know, when we did that satire episode, I can't remember if we did. No, I don't think we did. We 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 just talked about Family Guy and and things like that. I don't think we we covered Red Dwarf. No, Um, 
I think in a way, yeah, it is a nice parody of like what you know, the you know the daftness of uh, if that is a word, daftness. I don't know if the daftness yeah, of yeah, um, daftness. <laughs> of yeah, of sci-fi shows, but uh, from a British point of view, it is up there with one of the you know the top British sitcoms. I, I think as Brits, we're really good for a sitcom. I, I, you know, things like Only Fools and Horses, and you know, um, yeah, One Foot in the Grave and Porridge and Open All Hours. That like mm-hmm. they're iconic sitcoms, yeah, yeah. and to have a sitcom. What I like about it is, it, it, you know, we love sitcoms as Brits, but then I think it's quite nice to have you know a sci-fi based sitcom yeah yeah that makes sense as, as a sci-fi fan i think it's you know really mm-hmm. really great really I funny mean, it's kind of like apart from doctor who this is kind of like our star trek in a way it's yeah, yeah, yeah. you know i just think as well look at, i mean look at the logo i mean the logo is very you know iconic in itself you know i mean I, i've got a uh, a top I, I wear to bed that says smeghead on it you know and it's <laughs> the red dwarf um yeah which is obviously a running joke throughout the whole thing. They all call each other smegheads, don't they? You smegged. Smegged, yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and isn't I think that the the, the blooper reel or the gag reel is called like smegups. <laughs> I think you know the out the outtakes yeah. they, they call them smegups. Smegups, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next time you're on YouTube, Google uh, YouTube smegups. Uh, it's like all the outtakes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, it is, it is it is a really funny series, and I think mm-hmm. uh, you got like things where they do they do have things similar to Star Trek, and then they do have like hologram mm-hmm. episodes, like yeah, holodeck, yeah, kind of like Star Trek has the holodeck, and they have like those virtual reality headset things, and they yeah, of course, yeah. Because I think there's one where they're like, you know, where that they end up on a beach or something, and there's like riding a motorbike on the beach. That episode, right? Yes, yeah, 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 I, uh, yeah. And uh, they have like uh, Marilyn Monroe's there for some reason, I think, and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it's things like that. So Star Trek has like hollow, hollow deck episodes, and Red Dwarf has virtual reality episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think um, I, I just love, like you said, about the like the sort of the cheapness of it as well. Like as in, like mm. you know. Uh, and that's not to say it's a bad made show at all. It, it sort of emphasizes on that because I think there's this one reference where Lister talks about um, they're, they're using tapes VHS, and he talks about how VHS got extinct one time in the in in the world, and then they brought them back because they were easier or something. I don't know <laughs> because obviously technically they wouldn't be any VHS in the future. But he they joke about that. And goes, oh yeah, and they and they brought back videos. <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and as we know, of course, um, I forgot to mention, obviously, because I did sort of mention it, because obviously Rimmer starts off as soft light, mm, yes. and then he becomes hard light then, in is season three as well, isn't it? He becomes hard light, mm. uh, which is quite funny, because then, the, the well, the cast can, well, they can hit him and everything, they can touch him, can't they, and stuff, and they can yeah. do what they want there, basically. Um Oh, it's just, it's just brilliant. It's just, and it also, there's so much of it now, so many episodes. I mean, what, what season are we on now? Is it 11 or 12? Is it? I'm not sure. Something like that. I mean, I know for us uh, in, in the UK, it, it kind of um, it continued on a channel called Dave. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I haven't actually seen past season eight because mm-hmm. um, I can't really find anywhere to. 
Because you have you, you haven't seen um, Back to Earth, have you? You haven't seen that yet, no. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I think actually I haven't actually checked it out. I think there's um, my friend told me about a thing called UK TV Play, and I think it's uh-huh. all on there, um, but I haven't got around to it yet. But um, yeah, was that I think you told you that? <laughs> it might know. have been. Yeah. <laughs> I, it might have been. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it, I think it it is still going weirdly, uh, even because because this started uh, actually in the late eighties, doesn't it? Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think that's right, isn't it? Um, I think it was the the late. I think you are right. Uh, I'm trying to get a definite date here now. Red Dwarf. When did this start? Oh, there we go. Yeah, it was 1988. Wow. 1988, it came out, Red Dwarf. So yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I see, I, I know what you're saying. It was uh, very iconic, I guess, for its time. Um, yeah. When when it came out, definitely. Um, yeah. And I mean, from British point of view as well, I think. Obviously, I think it must have been so different. Obviously, like I say, I mean, we love a good sitcom in in the UK. You know, we had things like. Like I say, Eddie Falls, One Foot in the Grave, Keeping Up Appearances, Porridge, all mm-hmm. that. To have like a sitcom set in space, it must have been so different and just so, mm-hmm. you know, like, wacky and weird mm-hmm. to sort of comprehend that. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, it's yeah, like... yeah, no, no. I guess it's kind of like, you know, I mean, I I, I don't, I, I mean, I, I'm just saying this now from from what, what, what I see when I watch British television in the past, but it's kind of like these sort of early parts of like, uh, kind of like lad comedy in the UK, mm. as in like, you know, men behaving badly we had as well in the 90s. Um, and then obviously in between us, what we grew up with when we were younger, you know, and I obviously yeah. go, you know, I mean, it's that sort of lad comedy thing as well i think it's sort of is do you know what i mean like if i if i was gonna i guess categorize this it would be obviously be a sci-fi comedy but i guess with like british comedy comes i mean and i i agree what you're saying obviously keeping up appearances and all them sort of classic british comedy shows we have but for me as well this is like it kind of goes into another sort of a, a sub-genre i guess of british television mm. that's a good way of looking of, at it which is kind yeah, of yeah. like a like you know, like like a like British lad comedy, which again, yeah. you know, it it it, it goes because I I'm obviously women can enjoy this and, and laugh as well, but I I do think it's it is a very lad com as in you know men behaving badly sort of uh, peep show uh, in between us esque sort of to it as well, isn't it? You know, and you know mm. would we have in between us win for shows like this? You know, what I mean that sort of thing. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. kind of, yeah, it's very iconic and paved the way, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because yeah. it is, literally, yeah, like I mean, I said earlier in the episode, it's like just four guys just being useless. And, mm, yeah, uh, exactly. Know. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, and they gel. They gel really well together. They joke with each other. It's like meeting lads down the pub, I guess, isn't it? You know, mm-hmm. that sort. Of, um, for and us, it's, the, it's it. the fact as well because they're stranded. I think it makes it funnier, and because they are literally just messing around eating curry. Because I know there's yeah. one, you know, there's <laughs> one when Rimmer's gonna go off to the hollow ship, and then they're all yeah. like interviewing different hollow hollow um, uh, crew members, aren't they, to join their their, their crew? Mm. Yeah, and um, and it's just like 
they're all interviewing him, and it's like I think it's a girl who's, who says like she enjoys the ballet and stuff, and it's so, just so will we go to the ballet, and then and then and then and then Lister's just like well. Well, for any of those longs, we have a curry at the end. <laughs> we're we're <laughs> happy, you know. It, it's just, it's, it's just brilliant. Like, and that's what they are. They're just literally traveling through space. Um, and what, like I said, they are the lower deckers. They haven't. They're not captains or commanders, mother. They're literally a bunch of anybody's. Like, that's what I love about it. It was just going through space, learning as they go along, and trying to get home. <laughs> it's, <laughs> but that's why uh, uh, you say try to get home. They don't really. I mean, yeah, they don't yeah. really care about getting home. No. I think if they say if they were bridge officers, their primary mission would be to get home. But I think yeah. because they don't really care, and they're just <laughs> they kind of they're just they're quite content, aren't they, in each other's yeah, company, yeah. going through life. And you know, I quite like the 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 series where they lose Red Dwarf, and it's pretty much all set on um you know the, the yeah. Bug, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, but again, another genius, you know, bit of writer, the fact that they managed to lose their ship. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know. No, uh, yeah, of course, yeah. So, um... <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> I, I do love how the continuous story is always going with it, though, it's why it yeah. you know, ties it all up together. Um, I, and there's one I think is, is Lister and the cat, and they're just watching the Flintstones and they're just talking about. How they how they like Wilma Flintstone and stuff and yeah. I don't know, what's it what's her name uh, Betty is the, is the Betty one. yeah 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 what about, and, it's all, and it's just like it's like oh you know I mean what well, I mean, it was I, I go with her but I'd be feeling I'd be thinking of Wilma you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's just it's just brilliant yeah. I mean talking from an overall production point of view like just the the, the wittiness of it it's just so you know yeah the, the the just all the jokes you I mean some of the jokes probably at the time like I think were probably more to watch it because I, I recently watched it and there were some jokes I would admit that I didn't get mm-hmm. I think they were definitely written for at the time but I could appreciate the fact that they were you know just the wittiness of it you know like um yeah yeah it's just so genius it is very well written very well mm-hmm. written and i said they said the tremendous cast like no one else could have done it like it has to be these you know the these mm-hmm. are the only uh the only performers i think who could play these characters you know yeah absolutely i think i mean the first no disrespect to the first guy who played Crichton, but mm-hmm. robert llewellyn did a you know a great job um you know, Danny John Jules was just brilliant, and I... oh well, apparently there was meant to be a Red Dwarf film coming out last year. Um, oh yes, yeah, because you the you promised have land. A, yeah. yeah, you have a bit of a connection, don't you, to uh, one of the actors? <laughs> Do you want well, to tell us? <laughs> well, I, was I, I spoke to him for a good fifteen minutes. Mind, uh, it was Chris yes. Barry. I met him in Western Superman. It was uh, just a little convention that they do. They're called uh, Stars of Time. Um, and just a very, it was in a, a helicopter museum there, actually. That's where it was being held. And uh, yeah, Chris Barry was just there and no one was queuing up for him or nothing like that. So I just thought, ah, I'll just walk in then. And I just walked in and, and saw him and he was just there waiting. And he just, he, he did the signing. I, he, I didn't, pay anything he didn't charge me anything for whatever he just said yeah you have this and he signed it for me 
And uh, I mean, well, some Dan will know this. So back at home, a lot of people, my nickname is Mary at home, isn't it? That's what people will call yeah. me. Yeah. And he actually called me Mary on there. And uh, he actually said how he liked that. He thought it was really bizarre, you know. And he wrote on there, he wrote to Mary, you're a total smegged. Love Chris yeah. Barry. <laughs> That's quite a red dwarf thing as well. The fact that you're called Mary. Yeah, I, also... I, he really liked it. He was just a bit yeah. like, oh, "That's weird." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he like, he, yeah. He sort of was like, "I won't." He's like, "I won't forget that." You know, it was like it was. Don't hear that every day, sort of thing. You know. <laughs> I always forget that's your nickname. Actually, I remember I used. That's why I used to call you that all the time. I, I don't uh, really get called it much. I got. I think if you were a red dwarf character, it would be called Mary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, day. I, I, I'm trying to see now if this actually got released or not, or what, ha- what happened to it. Because didn't he tell you about this? He this did, what, yeah. Like, he yeah, did. When you when you were chatting away to Chris Barry, he told you about the film. So apparently an official release date of 9th, 9th of April 2020 was later given as part of the release of the uh, special... Oh, oh, is that just the trailer released, maybe? I don't know. I, don't, I need to... I, 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 I do need to watch the uh, later series, actually. I do. Oh my god, there is a trailer. Should we watch the trailer? Oh yeah, let's do it. I didn't know there was a trailer for it. Is this going to spoil some stuff for me though? Because I've not seen. Obviously, have you have you seen the later series? Is then or I have. I don't think it'll spoil anything because ah. Red. I mean, I really doubt it. I I, I can't see no. Because I'm quite late to the party with Red Wolf. Mm. I didn't obviously watch it when it first came out. Um. I've only watched it recently because you told me about it, mm-hmm. really. Um, I, oh, I, I, I knew of it. But, I mean, I'll put yeah. it this way. I felt with the new episodes, I could watch them in any order and it wouldn't have made any difference. I, I, I personally felt anyway. Ah, okay. um, uh, right, Ed. So, ladies, what we're going to do now, we're going to watch the, the trailer now. Um, obviously, if you are just listening, you can watch it on YouTube. That means Red Dwarf, The Promised Land. Um Apparently, this came out last year in April. I actually didn't know, but uh, obviously, Chris Barry <laughs> failed to mention this to me. He didn't email me. I mean, there uh, was other things going on, like, <laughs> like you know, like the COVID pandemic. Kind ah, of oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> right, Ed, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to uh, just going to watch this. There we go. <laughs> I'm some kind of god. God, you've scarcely mastered human. I'm just a man. Nobody, really. Come on, guys, back me up here. He's a less than nobody. An absolute zero. <laughs> what have you found, sir? Holy spare disc. <laughs> What's happening, dude? We're stranded on this moon in Starbug Hall. Is there any way to get out? Have you considered opening the door? Iron <laughs> <laughs> Star. The perfect ship for those crews looking for a project. What's the worst that can happen? I'm making a list. I'm up to ten already. Make that eleven. Well, the boys from the dwarf. Who wants to die first? If it's okay with everyone, I'd like to go ninth. You remove the emergency parachute to make yourself a puffer jacket. <laughs> Just a puffer. I got a pair of mittens out of it too. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I learned that just now, ladies and gentlemen. I literally just learned that now that you uh you well, you should be able to watch Red Dwarf the Promised Land on uh, UK TV Play. I was hoping it was gonna get to the cinema log. I really want it in the cinema. Oh, uh, imagine that. I mean it probably would have been, but obviously with COVID it probably they probably just put it back yeah. onto a, like like a lot of films, you know, they probably just mm-hmm. straight to streaming service. Um, yeah. 
I, yeah. I need to watch the the later. You know, I need to watch series nine, ten, and mm-hmm. eleven. I think is it. Or... Yeah, I have seen them all. I just can't remember. I I'm gonna have to go for them all again. I'm gonna have to see because uh, obviously they're not all together. That's the only annoying thing about it. So that's I'm gonna have to see. Yeah. Well, make sure I, I have watched. I because I'm to my knowledge, I am. I've watched them all. Like I've seen um, all of them. <laughs> um, all I'd say is yeah, Back to Earth is the funny one. That's the sort of like uh, you know, it's not really the same sort of one. But I, I remember you said that one's yeah, a bit yeah. dodgy. Yeah. Mm, that's the and, a, apparently a lot of fans didn't like that. Yeah, Back to Earth was an interesting. A lot of the fans, I don't want to give too much away, but they, yeah, they, 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 they wasn't too happy with it. Um, and that's part of the reason I, I'm thinking why they made more seasons and kept them the same as what they used to be. Like um, the only difference is obviously, as you, you'll know, as we saw the trailers, obviously they've all aged. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. Uh... It is that part as well, especially Holly. I, I love that trailer. Hey, hi, dudes. <laughs> All right, dudes. Yeah. Oh, he's still in there. <laughs> he's in the cat who makes himself a pair of mittens. <laughs> yeah, just a classic cat. Isn't it? I, I just, I mean, they all have their quirks, don't they? I mean, yeah. you know, rumors are swat, listers are curry, you know. Eating alcoholic, yeah. Eat, uh, yeah, eating alcoholic, yeah. And... <laughs> Uh, just, and Kat, you know, he just loves his appearance and Crichton just loves ironing. So, <laughs> what is it? I love when, like, Kat, um, he when they have to like pack up their stuff and he has like loads of like clothes. On, like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you look this good, man, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Was he on a phone? He says, like, I can put a drill onto it. I can make it through walls, man. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> yeah. He has so many good one line. I, I, the cat does have a lot of good one liners, actually, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think I I think Cat's my favorite character. See, look, I think yeah. um yeah, I I I, I just love the cat. <laughs> you do a good good impression of him, actually. So <laughs> I can I can understand that. <laughs> Uh, I know um, the actor, obviously, he was on Strictly Come Dancing a long, long ago. Who was that, sorry? Um, the cat, the guy who plays the cat. Ah, was, was he? Because also Danny in the John UK, Jules. yeah, that's his name, isn't it? Yeah, also in the UK as well, for uh, mainly our younger audiences. I don't know if you'd be aware of this, because I think you would have been a bit older, but I only know this because my brother at the time was young. Uh, cat also featured in The Story Makers, which was a, um, a kids' programme uh about so basically it was set like a like in a library at night or something ah, right. basically cat was a character well obviously not cat but you know but i kept thinking it's cat it's cat because my brother used to watch it when he was oh young. right okay and um, basically he used to make stories and he was called the story makers ah, and I used to, I think... you might know something about it at least yeah sounds familiar to be honest yeah and people, yeah, well, I imagine a lot of people didn't, but I definitely did. I used to always think it's the cat. You know, he's now, he's left Red Dwarf. He's now a story maker. <laughs> mm. um, and I know he was in Strictly Come Dancing a few years ago, apparently, as well. And I think there's a lot of, well, a lot of people weren't sure about that because apparently, because he is a trained dancer as well. He is actually, like, I think yeah. he's a musical theatre and things. So as we then know, I think, he's I a think good quite dancer. a few people on Strictly Come Dancing have had... Starts training anyway. Yeah, so. that is true. But I remember that was a big thing. People were saying, you know, he's, he's a, he is actually a dancer. But anyway, uh, I love I love the guy though. Um, 
I know he yeah. was in Blade Two, not as the cat, but like. <laughs> that's the the problem. I think mean, that's the problem with Red Dwarfs. But I I, I always, uh, it is kind. And, and here we are again, kind of like Star Trek, where it sort of becomes a parody within the real world as well, because these actors do become their characters. You know, kind of like you know, I am Spock, I'm not Spock, or you know that sort mm. of thing. You know, he he is always Spock, and I I, I mean every time I see um. Uh, was it Craig Charles and any other thing because he was in uh, was a gadget show? He's in the gadget show, isn't he? Yeah, he was yeah. in Coronation Street for a bit. I, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, just just have that in your mind and wait till you watch Back to Earth. That's, that's all I'm saying. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right, um, <laughs> all yeah, right. but I, I always think of him as Lister, regardless of what he is in or what mm. he does even when he's himself in the gadget show or on a radio show robot wars as well he robot was wars as well yeah i was gonna say in. uh i always think of him as list though so it's all oh, listers in robot wars uh same with chris barry i know. think i think lister would would have made a good host of robot wars anyway uh, I, I, you know he quite liked uh fiddling with machines and stuff didn't he so mm-hmm. yeah. definitely safe to say though red dwarf is a classic and yeah uh, yeah any, I mean, us as Star Trek fans and any other Star Trek fans or sci-fi fans, I think definitely give Red Dwarf a watch because it's it's definitely. I, I love the scuzziness of it as well. It's quite, you know, quite just. It's very wacky and it's very uh-huh. just. Yeah, you know, wacky. I think wacky is a good way of describing it. It's very wacky and very scuzzy and just really, you know, quite funny. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Um, and it's just, I just think there's there's not a show like it. You know, no, there's not really... actually. I think it would be. I I think it's quite. It's quite. Um, I think one of the questions I think I I said about was uh, having like is 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 a sci-fi sitcom important? And I think it is because you, mm-hmm. you know, is is quite a. I mean, if anything, it Red Dwarf's quite unique in the fact that it's a sitcom set in space. I, I yeah. Can't, no, that's I a good point. Actually, yeah. I can't really think of another show like it. No. And I, I, I think, uh, yeah, science fiction, there needs to be comedy sci-fi. So I think they're just, I do know, I, to me, it, it, it just, now and then as sci-fi fans, we just need to break out of the seriousness sometimes, don't we, Johnny? You know I and mm. sort of make fun of it, make fun of the genre as much as we can, you know, yeah, yeah with robots and aliens and time travel and stuff. I think you do need that. And, I, and that is exactly uh, what Red Dwarf delivers. Yeah. 100%, yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. I think I've said anything I want to say. No, <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I'm uh, glad I watched it. I mean, I know, yeah. like I said, I know I was, uh, <laughs> I was quite late <laughs> to the party with it, but it's it's definitely become one of my favourites in the short yeah. time I've known of it. So yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. So if you haven't watched Red Dwarf, uh, go and watch it. If you have watched Red Dwarf, watch it again. Right <laughs> then. So there we are, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. That was the end of episode 23. Wow. And I got to say, I think we said a lot in this episode, obviously with Trek News and uh, and with Red Dwarf. And uh, we've also learned things on the way, which I quite like as well, uh, about, uh, well, about both really. So especially Red Dwarf as well, how, uh, yeah, was the promised land is out as well or or could be out on uh, UK TV player. So. I'm definitely checking that out. <laughs> definitely check it out, yes. All right, so thanks, everyone. Of course, you could be watching us at M&DHQ or watching us on our YouTube channel or listening to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Anchor, Breaker, 
Overcast and Pocket Casts as well. Wherever you're listening from, watching from, uh, keep listening and watching. And as we, as we always say on the show, <laughs> live long, live long, and prosper. And prosper. Have a good day, you smegheads. Yes, smegheds. It's cold outside. There's no kind of atmosphere. More or less. Dum 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 dum. Um.